You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of Stars and Influencers. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, next. <laughs> Hey guys, what was hey. that, Megan? Me and Nick over here popping, popping, Happy Friday on that note. Welcome to Black Hollywood Live. I'm so glad to be back. Yeah. I'm here yeah. Jessica King, and who am I joined by? By me, <laughs> Megan Thomas, also known as at Meg Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Give it to him right now, huh? Right there. There oh, you go, right, right off the top. And um, you guys know me. No, we don't. <laughs> Nick, Nick Purdue for all you new fans. The Nick Purdue. The Is Nick that your, your smile? That's, that's it. That's, that's the awkward... Yeah, awkward is the right word. Oh, gosh. Anyway, on to more important things. We are joined by the beautiful, talented, and funny Layla Odom. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Well, we weren't kidding when we said that we're, you know, really going to get into it. We're going to ask you all your business. We're going to go deep. Are you ready? (laughs) Are you ready? I'm ready. We don't mess around. Okay. Uh, Well, let's start from your roots. Okay. You started dancing and acting at the very young age of seven years old. Yes. Uh, and, And a lot of kids, you know do performances in school and things like that. But did you always know that you were destined to make a career out of this? Oh, my God. Um, Yes. Okay. Seven seems a little bit early, but at seven, you also know what you want to do. Mm -hmm. So at seven, I was never like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a none of that. Mm -hmm. I always knew I wanted to act. And because I danced first, it was like, okay, I can dance, but I can act. So... Nice. That's kind of what happened. Well, when you were seven, like you said, it's a young age. Did you ever actually think that those dreams could come true? I mean, it's a dream. At seven, you know, you hope. You don't know. Now, at 17, that's when you have to say, okay, so what am I really going to do? I was in college by that time, and I didn't want to go to college, but I did, and I finished. So I graduated. And some people come to Hollywood at, like, 17, 18, Mm -hmm. and I... I think back now, I'm happy that I didn't because I could be someplace else. Yeah. You know, maybe, know. possibly, you never know. So You never know. I went to school, I finished, and then I came here directly after that to really pursue the dream. So sometimes people, you know, you say you want to act, you say you want to do something, and then you're like, stop paying the bills. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have moments like that, but you keep pushing forward and hopefully everything lines up and now you can pay your bills and now you can have a life and say that, you know, I act. That's a hard thing to do, mm-hmm. especially in this town, especially, you know, after, you know, 17, 21, uh, okay, keep pushing. Yeah. Your other friends around you with the real jobs, they're like, girl, get it together. I'm like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to make it though. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's the whole, like, I'm going to make it, I don't know when. But it's going to happen. Right. It's persistence. So, yeah. right. It's something. Right. <laughs> Tenacity. Yeah. Right. Tenacity. Especially, okay, so I know you used to be a gymnast growing up, yes. right? And obviously you probably thought you were going to go professional with being a gymnast. 
Was that your first dream before you started acting? Um, I started doing gymnastics probably like four, like a really young, young, young wow. age. Okay. Because I was really small, like super short and thin. <laughs> and, you know, your parents put you in something. But I was nice. <laughs> it was very nice. And then, so I did gymnastics and, you know, the Olympics are every four years. So I was like, I'm going to the Olympics. Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> never got there, but I watched them. And it's something that I wanted to do. So I did it in high school. And then, like, high school, it tapers out. Like, okay, nobody's doing gymnastics anymore. So, I, you know, I was able to do it, like, up until college. And then now I just do it on the, the weekend at the beach I'll do a flip so. oh nice I know and on your Instagram you have what a video of you flipping can you still flip like with no problems or do you feel like oh okay my back hurts a little bit I'm not I mean <laughs> I'm not like uh, I can still do it okay mm. and so for people who like back home people know like yo she could flip right like yo she could flip <laughs> So for me to still be able to do it, because my friends here, like my friends in L.A. are like, oh, you can't do it. Like, right. Stop. So I'm in the Bahamas for my birthday. That was um, two weeks ago. So I'm on the beach and my homegirl's like, um, it was like, can you really do it? I'm like, oh, <laughs> scoot over. Let me go head on and do it. So I did it and I still can do it. I could probably still do a back tuck. Like mm-hmm. back handspring, back tuck. Nice. Oh, okay. I'm not mad. Yeah. At you. I don't yeah. believe you. I want to see it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you better go on Instagram. Right. I want to see right, it in right, person. Right, right. That was edited. I want to see it in person. So funny. So I did it twice just for the non-believers. <laughs> right. I was like, let me do it one more time. So it's it's something that it's fun to be like, yo, I can do it. Right. But am I trying to do that every time somebody <laughs> asks me? Right. Hell no. So, right. Oh, can I? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, I can't. Internet girl, you good. Yes, yes. Okay. How does being a former gymnast help with that? I think that sometimes uh, it's just the ability to really, really want to be good and really want to work out. Some people think that I'm like crazy because, like, I'll work out really, really hard when I'm not busy. Mm-hmm. So that when the opportunity comes, I'll be ready. Right. You know how some people are like, I'm going to get ready. Right. So I try and stay ready. And I think because I, I played sports and I have that background, it makes it a little bit easier for me to get in a gym and stay fit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, that's really just like subtle jazz. I'm in the Bahamas for my birthday. Or whatever. <laughs> you know, I, just, I, just, I just stay ready. You know, yeah. you know. uh, <laughs> So what what was it like growing up in Orange, New Jersey? Wow. Um, I was born there. Mm. So at the time, where were we living? Either East Orange or Newark. Okay. So born there, went there, and then we moved to Montclair. So all of these areas are very, very close. Mm. So I went to Montclair High. Um, I danced there. I, I acted there. And I had friends that were in the business so I was in New York, and I had family in New York, so I was always uptown. So mm. between the two places, and, you know, you study at Dance Theater of Harlem. I would go to so many different, like, studios in the city to really, really, like, prepare myself. And then there's something that happens, I don't know, maybe, like, 14 or 15, you just want to hang out. You're yeah. like, I ain't going to no practice yeah. right <laughs> so you're like i'm going to the club so <laughs> ah you know it, it's one of those things that like um 
I had so many years that that's what I was doing because I didn't want to do anything else. Like I said before, I wasn't like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a vet. Yeah. I want to be a nurse. So I just knew that's what I wanted to be. For a long time, I wanted to be like a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. So for Halloween, not like I went out. But every year, if I can't think of something, I'll just be a cheerleader. Like, <laughs> that's your go-to. That's my go-to. <laughs> it's like cheerleader and track star. Those are my go-to. Because I still have that stuff in my closet. So I'll be like, let me put that on. Make use of it. Right. So, so what... How is or how is uh, New Jersey, or at least those parts of New Jersey, different from living in, in California now? It's cold. Yeah. <laughs> of course. It's cold. And uh, not everybody has a car. Right. So, like, I know out here people growing up, like, at 16, they get a car. Yeah. Nah. Um, no car at 16. No, none of that. Like, my mom's had a car. But you take the bus, and if I was going into the city, I would take the, the bus to the train. Mm-hmm. So... That would be kind of it. it. It's a different landscape, honestly. It's, um, you know, it's building. It's it's not so many trees and, you know, the beach is far. Like, people always are like, the Jersey Shore. I'm like, that's far. Like, nobody, <laughs> that's far. So um, it's just, it's. It's different. It's a different experience. Mm. I think sometimes East Coast period, I think you mature a little bit faster than yeah. out here. You know, out here is like laid back and there's no stress to do anything and back at home it's like you better in the hustle yeah <laughs> like you better get it because like you'll get run over right. if you if you don't so since i didn't want to get run over i said well let me get my life <laughs> and take it to cali so right there you go. that's what happened so is, is it weird going back now or like is it does it still feel like home it'll always be home Always. It never feels weird. It's like sometimes I go home and people might act different, mm-hmm. but it's the same thing for me. It's not any any different. Um, my best friend back at home, her family, they, uh, they're they from Trinidad. So they have a, like, a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was in there last time I was home and I was helping out. And this guy was like, but I, didn't I see you on TV? I was like... Yeah. You want this beef patty, though. Like, <laughs> like, what does that mean? So it doesn't, it's different for other people. It's not different for yeah, me. Right. So, yeah. you know, what can I say? That's good. That's good, yeah. yeah. Humbling. Well, speaking of being on the hustle, you started modeling while you were in college, yes. right? Yes. Was it hard to juggle both a career and education at the same time, especially at a young age as a teenager? Um, certainly. It's, it's tough because... You got to go to castings. You got to do a lot of stuff. And then I still have a class. But because mm-hmm. I was at a big university, um, missed a lot of class. But I was able to, like, come in, take a test, and still, you know, still graduate. But that's what I wanted to do. So mm-hmm. it wasn't, you know, it's difficult. But it wasn't it wasn't that, that difficult. And yeah. it was, and I enjoyed it. Like, I preferred to still be in the city rather than be on campus. Yeah. So. At that age, for a lot of people, it's hard to kind of, like, stay focused on what's important. Did you ever feel like modeling through college may have made you miss some of your college experience? Probably so. Probably so. Um, But in the long run, it's okay. Sometimes when I look at, like, uh, the reality shows, I think they had a show like College Hill or something like that. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that looked fun. But (laughs) I wasn't like, damn, I wanted to. Nah. Like, I I had my, my freshman year, I had the full college 
experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you go to Howard's homecoming, you go right. to this homecoming. Um, it's going to be the same every year. Yeah. So right. I was good after like a year of kind of doing that. I was I was OK. You know, I went mm-hmm. I went to Rutgers. That's not you know, that's a that's a big school. Yeah. So. And I, when I graduated, people were like, girl, you go here? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was here the whole time. So I don't know. I don't I don't feel like I like mismissed out on anything. Yeah. I think I did exactly what I wanted, what you to, wanted do. to do. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, you had mentioned earlier that you didn't want to necessarily go to college and you finished even though you didn't want to. So at this point, you know, you already had a promising career ahead of you. So why was it important for you to finish college or why why was that decision made? Um, my mother. My mother. You got to go to school. You know, it wasn't something that I really had a choice. And my mom is not in the business. Not to, like she she doesn't know about the business mm-hmm. and most people are like you're going to go to school like what are you going to major in and i knew i didn't really want to go but since i went i was like well let me go for the arts yeah mm-hmm. so it was something that um it just matured me yeah you know i can't say i mean the exp- like the it was a good experience but there's nothing like on the job training yeah, and i think sure. i think you guys would really understand that when it's like you can see something in the classroom but then when you're on set when you're really trying to work towards um a goal i don't remember what i should have remembered from school because <laughs> i don't know if we went over that or maybe right. i was out that day so. yeah. well looking back now do you still think it might have been beneficial or is there like a sense of comfort in knowing that you know no matter at what point in your career you're at, there's always like a, a plan B, you have your degree or anything like that. Um, <laughs> them student loans though. So let's talk about that. Like that's the problem. The yeah. student loans, the experience is great, but um, that loan, I feel you on right. loans, so it's, it's one of those things of like, great. Yeah. I went, um, the fallback plan, this is a BFA. Like, mm. am I going to teach? No. So, yeah, that's a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> I better make it. Stumped you. <laughs> so now, since, you know, you uh, were able to do some international modeling, right? So uh-huh. like Germany and South America and stuff like that. What was that experience like, you know, traveling and going outside of the country? Well, it didn't last long. Like, I went, I wasn't able to really stick around for all that. Mm. Like, I'm not the international situation I, I know a lot of people think that they are but when you get over there it's different mm-hmm. i'm really particular about my food i'm very particular about um just everything so it didn't it was didn't it last was long. it like a homesick thing or were you just, like, I just don't like this period it just what happened is this like i'm gonna put the modeling thing behind me mm. it was it's it's boring mm. you know it's a picture and there's no personality there's no yeah. like um we don't really care. Just, you know, you're a walking hanger. So I really started to get away from that. Like mm-hmm. once you, once I started, I was like, this isn't really for me. And I was a little bit heavier then. So I've seen some bony chicks. Mm-hmm. So it was hard for me to work. Once I started to, my body started to change. It was hard to, to work after. So but did you have any favorite parts of modeling? 
<laughs> you just really just didn't like it. I did. I did. But um, I like Runway. I think okay. like Runway is really dope. Um, I like the end product. I like when you, you know, a shoot can take hours and then after you see these amazing images, I think that's like mm. the best part. But like beating the street and going to castings and like people looking at you like, <sighs> we don't really like yeah. her nose. Like, well, my mom like it. Right. <laughs> so, it just, it just wasn't for me, you know, to go beyond it. It just wasn't, no. you know. Well, let's talk about some of the stuff that you do like, uh, which is acting. Mm -hmm. So one of your uh, big TV breaks was starring as Anna Marie Hawkins on Zane's Sex Chronicles. Yes. And when you landed... (laughs) (laughs) When you landed this role, you had never done anything like it before. What was the audition process like for that series? It was um, the same audition process for for pretty much everything. You go in, you audition, uh, call back producer and then uh chemistry chemistry can be a little difficult sometimes um when you're working with a live actor instead of just a reader like a reader you know might not give you anything but when you have another actor in the room then it gets you know like uh chemistry Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so um it was um it was definitely a, a role that people remember mm-hmm. and it's a role that kind of helped me hone in on the comedy skills because I played a comedian mm-hmm. so what kind of preparation if any goes <laughs> in, if any goes into doing a sex scene with everyone watching oh my god <laughs> is that what you guys brought me here for teach us um Honestly, it's not fun. It's not sexy. It's not like, ooh yeah. It's no. There's no ooh yeah to it. Like you said, it's people there. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not trying. I'm not trying to give you like a show like that. It's to make you feel like a feeling of seeing two people together and not in a porny type of way. Right. Like because mm-hmm. porn is different, you know. And a lot of times. That whole, I don't think I've ever talked about this like before, before, like my friends and family, but it was a hard role because I would go out and people would be like, you the, oh, you the, (laughs) 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 I'm not, but, (laughs) but people would be so like attached to that role, to that character. I'm like, she is not, she doesn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was difficult sometimes for people around me. Because people would come up and say it like anywhere and everywhere, mm-hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't always nasty. Sometimes it was like, "Yo, I really feel that," or like, "I know a chick just like you," or "I've been in a relationship like that." And I think that was the whole reason of why that relationship, that on screen relationship, was important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just to see couples that are flawed and people that are flawed. Like on TV, you don't see that a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you do, it's very soapy. It's very over the top. Um, you know, just I just felt like it was a, a real um, portrayal. Yes, 
Yes, but there's nothing like I got ready for the sex scene. But I'm like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It was just a matter of like, okay, so we got to do. We're the light. Okay, so you want kiss? All right, try and cover this. All right. So it wasn't anything like, ooh yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. Not at all. Was your family weirded out? Was your family weirded out by it? Um. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things. Like my mom knows from. Uh, since I was young, what I wanted to do. So she completely accepted it. She didn't have any problems. She wasn't like side eye. Right. Other people like cousins and uncles and aunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they'd be like, well, you know, like yeah. I was, I was the, the black sheep. I'm like, yeah. but, uh, it is. They were like, yeah, well, right. <laughs> yeah, who knows? So happy that now that show is behind, behind me yeah mm-hmm. um it's nice to be able to move on from that because sometimes people can't right. and mm-hmm. people always are like but you did the like okay so <laughs> but but you did the but all right this is <laughs> my my one question because you know being the only guy in the room i gotta ask this for the oh, fellas. Oh, gosh. Um, what was the first day on the set like did everyone uh, just get naked and be like all right this is it and then you know like, let's just go to, yeah like because because you know, like, sometimes like it breaks the tension you know what i mean no it wasn't it wasn't like that and you know people always wonder how it is like yo how was it and this and that it was um when 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 there was love scenes it was a closed set day Mm. so people couldn't just pop in and be like yeah like nobody was doing that and it just as i guess uncomfortable as it could be for me it's kind of uncomfortable for the cameraman and for this person and that person so you you need to be mature yeah. And you got to see it for what it is. It's it's not. It wasn't to to be like, ooh, get off on this because you can really watch something and really you know yeah. way freakier. Like, uh. but if you wanted to see the intimacy in a relationship, you can't see that on you know TV. TV. I mean, you can see it on HBO and and, and cable, but it just was something. It was it was you know people of color. Doing what people of color do. (laughs) (laughs) When you first got offered that role, did you have to, like, think about it? Or was it something that you just immediately were like, look, it's work. It's a good start. Mm. Um, Yes, I was like, you know, it's work. And I was familiar with Zane, the writer, because I would read her books. And the bigger reason why I said, cool, I'm doing this is because uh, Susan, Susan, the past, it was a name attached to the the project. It wasn't just some people trying to do something. Mm -hmm. So that was the reason why. And, you know, sometimes you, you do a project and it might not be exactly how you envisioned it. That's a part of the business that you learn as you go through it. Sometimes the job that you thought was going to be awesome and great might just be cool, Mm -hmm. you know, might just be okay. Now I know, but you take that experience and you move on with it. So, okay. Well, since the show's cancellation, <laughs> how, have you have you managed to separate yourself from the girl that was on that Cinemax show uh, as an actress? Going in and auditioning for a lot of different roles, and not just playing the same type of role. Even though sometimes people are like, oh, kind of like do it like that. Like, no, I'm not doing it like the other character. Like that's, that's gone. Right. So it's just a, a thing of like, you grow up and you don't want to do that anymore. You know, you, I'm, I'm done. So to help people get that image out of their head, they got to see you do so many other things mm-hmm. that they're no longer talking about that. 
You know, like I don't really talk about it as much because it's it's old. It's not really it's not relevant no more, not to me. New show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Well, talking about something more recent, uh, you uh, you were in the movie Video Girl. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which, which I mean, it was it was a it was a good movie. It was. It was okay. You know, you had, you had some rappers in there, and whatnot. So, what, what was that set like? You know, because like, was it like a music video shoot, or was it like? No, 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 it wasn't like a music video shoot at all. What happened with that? I got the script from my agent actually in um, Louisiana, mm. so I saw it and I kind of like stalked the people that were in it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Ty Hodges was the director, yeah. and Datari Turner was the producer. So, you know, emailed them, and then I saw Ty at, like, a rooftop party downtown, and I was like, Ty, <laughs> hey, I'm saying, though, like, can I get a little? Yeah. And that's just what happened. So I didn't audition or anything like that. It was just kind of like, okay, cool, like, go ahead on and, and, and do your thing. And it was a small role. But it was nice to work with Megan Good and her sister, very yeah. talented. Mm-hmm. Um, Melissa Ford was in it, nice girl also. So it was just a thing for me to get away from what people had saw me in. Mm-hmm. Right. You got to keep working so that doesn't, you know, that's not the first thing that someone thinks about. Yeah. Right. Wait, so you coincidentally ran into him or you really like stalked him? No. <laughs> No. <laughs> but Ty, Ty's around though, so you can bump into him. Right. You know, yeah. you right. And you're like, I yeah. stalked him and then but I stalked him. This is, this is, how, I, this is how I stalk. Like, I just want to know about, you know, when you're doing a project, I want to know who's in it, what you're doing. Not like, like not that type of stalk. But if I see you, if I see people, right. I'm going to stop you. Yeah. Not rude. Like, I don't want to get with you. Like, yo, I know you're doing something. This is what I'm trying to bring to your project. What's up? And mm. people in, in L.A. don't do that. Right. Like, mm. People get uncomfortable when you approach them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the one to not not approach you. Right. Like if you're doing something, mm-hmm. I'm going to approach you. Like if you were doing something and I think that I want to be in it, I'm going to ask you. Right. Why not? No, yeah. it's awesome. And That's when the opportunity, great. when someone's close enough to be like, hey, what's up? Right. Take it now. They yeah. could they be like back up, yeah. <laughs> or could they be, or could they give you a role in the film? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Right. yeah. I ran up on um Craig Wayans one day. I was like, Craig, hey, yo, <laughs> what's up? That's funny. And he was not, he was not moved. Like he was a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I know y'all only work with Wayans. <laughs> what's up? So you know, I don't. I'm not going to stop running up on people. Right. Wow. Ever. Beware. I know, Layla's, right? Layla's, yeah. Layla's, I'll run up gonna... on you. If you got something going on, I'll run up on you. Or if I'm a fan or if I like your work. Because I would want somebody to do that to me. I would want mm-hmm. you to ask me a question. I would want you to, instead of like Hollywood, I feel like people are like, Yeah. Well, you know, you see me over here. Like, <laughs> say what's up. Don't be yeah. whack and not say something. Right. Yeah. And if you see, you know, if you feel like I did a good job in something, be like, yeah, you did, you did your thing. Yeah. And I feel like out here sometimes people don't know how to just give it up. Like, yeah. did your thing. Mm-hmm. Now, don't if you think I was whack, then just don't, then say, don't say nothing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was cool. Be like, you was cool. Okay. So, you know. Well, you know, you were cool you were- in uh, Dysfunctional Friends. 
Look at that transition. So, that was that was another big ensemble cast making yeah. good. You know, yep. it was in that and uh, that that to return. He was he was also yeah. That was his film. That correct? was his film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was that like? Is that was you know everybody anybody was in that movie? Yeah, that was like people that I watched. Yeah. You know, um, my scene I was with uh, Persia White mm-hmm. and Essence Atkins. So I was in good company. Yeah. You know, and for me, I just wanted get more opportunities like that and keep moving up, you know, that food chain, mm-hmm. honestly. So you can't be afraid because of Video Girl, that's why Dysfunctional Friends came about. Right. So imagine if I never said anything to yeah. less credits on my resume. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you also starred in The Real Preacher's Wise, which is basically a web series parody of the reality show, Preacher's <laughs> Wives, and you played the sexy succubus yeah. <laughs> Sister Tingle. What what initially attracted you to this role? Um, what happened is that I really, really got to a place of like, I want to do comedy. Mm-hmm. Right. And I want to do it as often as possible, and I want to do it with people that are funny, and that that's what they do. So the director was Leslie Smalls, who actually directed... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he directed uh, Kevin Hart's film. So for me, it was a, it was like me making fun of myself, mm. coming from a sexy role, coming from you know, the the Zane character. I can poke fun of it. It's it's funny, and that was um, I had a lot of fun doing that. I think I did that. La- we did that last summer. So we did mm-hmm. that before the Preachers of L.A. situation came yeah. out. But um, it did, you know, it did it did well. People liked it. You know, some people like, you playing yourself. Here we go again. (laughs) (laughs) But it was fun. So I'd like opportunities like that where I could poke fun of, you know, things. It was really great. And it was fun. Well, you know, a lot of people say that in the next five, ten years that the Internet could take over TV. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that this could happen, especially with more involvement with digital series and web series these days? No. No, I, like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not even going to kid. I think the, the internet is a very good place to start and to go and place things. But do I think HBO was not going to? I don't think. I don't know. I mean, you have people watching series on Netflix. I people know. canceling their cable. I know. Yeah. You're right. You are right. But there's still people. Like, pe- HBO is still being watched. Right. Yeah. Like, sure. I'm not going to act like it's tonight. HBO is going out of business. No. You know, Showtime's not going out of business. There's certain shows that are going to be on there that people want to tune in and see. Mm -hmm. And for, you know, all the shows on the Netflix and the Oranges, the New Black, that's great. I think it's just another place. But I don't think that, you know, TV is going to completely disappear in five years. You know, 25, uh, me, I don't know. But five, nah. Yeah. And so you're on a very wonderful new show called My Crazy Roommate, and you play Brick Chambers. <laughs> Woo! Finally! What a lead, <laughs> lead character. Tell us about that process of, of being on that show. That show is completely um, my best experience to date. So much fun. Um Ensemble cast, mm-hmm. really talented people. It's amazing to be under Bentley Kyle Evans, who did, you know, the Martin show, the Jamie Foxx show. So it's a great place to be. And it's a great place for me because I, w- there's a level of freedom that certain places y- you don't have. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you look at, like, um, 
I did an episode on The Young and the Restless, and there wasn't any, like, room for, for movement. <laughs> it was robotic. So for this, it's 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 something that I really, really love. Mm-hmm. And being funny and having that freedom is something that this show gives. And, you know, it's it was hard work. It's a, it's a, a lot of responsibility. But I would have it no other way. Right. And it's been really, really fun. What attracted you to this role in particular? Oh, my God. Um, she's funny. You know, yep. she's she's funny. She's this she's this girl from Brooklyn that comes to L.A. So right now we understand that I understand that character. Right. Mm-hmm. And I understand her very well. Um, she is a screenwriter, so she's in the entertainment business. Okay. So I understand her once again. And she has a roommate that she doesn't really, like, I don't know you mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're crazy different than what I am. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's always going to be funny no matter what, no matter what language, what country, whatever, that's always going to get be funny when you put two different people together that know each other, that don't know each other. And then they have to kind of sort it out. Mm-hmm. So it's been fun. Brittany Richards is the girl that plays Chloe. Um, amazing, uh, amazingly talented. She can, um, memorize her lines like word for word i on the other hand (laughs) (laughs) um it's a little bit harder but when i am able to improv she's able to go right along with it and just um kind of flow and i think a lot of times we would get into these moments of like okay the script says this but we're going to do this Mm -hmm. and without warning i'll do something different Mm -hmm. so i think that's very spontaneous of me Mm -hmm. but you got to have people that can keep up with it because if you can't, then it's just going to, yeah, it's not going to work. So I'm blessed. I'm so happy to, to be a part of it and happy to have a different series and a different light, right. and a mm-hmm. different channel. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So you're, have you ever had any stories just like your character as far as having a crazy roommate experience? I really, really, really no, because <laughs> nah, I had way to preface that. <laughs> I really, really no. Yeah, I got you with that one. I had my when I first came out here, I had a roommate situation. It was like very three's company. It was two girls and a dude. It didn't last that long. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my crazy roommate at all. It was just like I don't know nobody in LA. I'm gonna live here for a minute and then I'm out. Right. And that's what happened. So mm-hmm. the only other roommate I've had have been um, a boyfriend. So that's not the same type of show called My Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> we'll get back to you on that one. Right. So um, after that experience, I w- lived by myself. Okay. So no more roommate stories. Mm-hmm. No. But I'm looking for a roommate. Hi, girl. Me too. So. But I'm looking for a special kind of roommate called a boyfriend. <laughs> okay. Boys only, please. <laughs> no, boys only need to Remember, her, uh, her uh, Twitter is uh, at Layla Olam, uh, so make sure you guys, you know. Yeah. Fellas, fellas. Send in your applications. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Tweeter. Yeah, so... So now your uh, your show, My Crazy Roommate, is actually being compared to you know like the Living Singles and the Martin Show, right? So I mean, like, is there any pressure to kind of live up to these shows? You know, really kind of bringing back the black sitcom. Um, no pressure. 
Mm. It's a different time. It's a different, yeah. you know, it's a different age, like you said, um, with the internet and, and things of that nature. But beyond the internet, with reality TV, mm-hmm. yeah. the face of TV has changed dramatically. So I don't feel that pressure of like, oh, you got to be uh, Khadijah from <laughs> Living Single. Like, yeah. No, I don't have to be uh, Pam from Martin. Like, I don't have to be that. It's just like that in the sense of the format and you know ensemble but the the days of of how things were then we can't even try and compare the two you know and that was on like fox yeah so yeah. a little different so, how, how was it working with, with bentley kyle evans fun yeah, is, he, is he hands-on during, during shooting or is yes he... but he's so hands-on that you can ask like a real question of like, how about if I do this? Mm. Like, yeah, or like, no, that's that's not gonna work. But if you want to try, like, you can try it. Mm. So to have some to work with someone that's that supportive is is unreal. Most of the time, it's not like that, and most of the time, yeah. a, you know, director is kind of like back. You know, uh, you could ask me one or two questions, then get. Yeah. So right. it was fun, and he's. He's hands-on and he's passionate about it. So yeah. it makes it very easy and you want to come to work. You want to, you know, do the best job that you can. That's good. Now, speaking of the best job that you can, what can we expect from Brooke Chambers for the rest of the season? Funny, funny, funny. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, give away I can't give something. away. No, because y'all got to watch. Give us an exclusive, <laughs> an BHL exclusive sure. that no one else knows. Watch it on Monday. <laughs> Watch it on Monday and then tweet me and I will answer you back. Okay. How about that? I'll do that. But no, people got to watch. I know pe- like, people are like, I don't watch TV. Like, well, watch this. And then say, <laughs> then say you don't watch it. But watch, watch this and then we'll talk about all the other stuff later. It's fun. It's funny. It's two different girls. Yeah. Um, and if you watch Two Bro Girls, then watch this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because you're going to like it just like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean it, it's it's fun and it's not like all it's it's multicultural so you're not going to miss out on you know it's not yeah. too one way or two other way so it, it's a fun show and every week we have a different scenario and topic that mm. happens so we have um, this upcoming week I guess I'll tell you guys there you go there you go gonna come. <laughs> this week's episode is about uh, Chloe and she you know, she's like the pamper princess mm. and she's trying to get a job and. Her boss, played by Clayton Thomas. See how I shout people out? (laughs) People don't shout me out like that. People be like, and then the girl. Like, I have a name. (laughs) Use my name. Um, Clayton Thomas is playing um, her boss, who is uh, being very ratchet. (laughs) And sexually forward. So those those are the hints. And you'll like it. It'll, it's funny. I get sick on that episode, so you'll see me sick and what I do when I'm sick. So <laughs> it's fun. It's definitely, definitely you would you would like it. And it's easy to watch. No, it's not like tune in next week because you got to know. No, yeah. but right. it's fun it's if you want to sit down. Relief. Yeah, if you want to sit down and laugh and then go about your day or your business. 
Tune okay. on in. Right. Monday yeah. nights, 10 o'clock Eastern, Bounce TV. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Bounce TV is uh, basically like the first African-American broadcast network, which is a huge deal. So how does it feel for you knowing that you're on a network that has an impact on a lot of its communities? Um, it feels wonderful to be a part of that and to be a part of it so early because we are the first scripted show. So mm-hmm. that's definitely a plus. Very cool. Well, as a black actress, you know, we've talked about all the different characters that you've played and the roles that you've had. How do you manage to steer clear of some of the stereotypical roles that are often offered to black women in this industry? Why would I steer clear of them? Why? Tell Question us. for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, why? The thing is this. Um, yeah, have you, have I auditioned for a prostitute for this or that? Yeah. For me, I'm just more important, good work good writing Mm -hmm. i'm not hung up on you know well she's a maid she's this like people have issues with everything we can't have an issue with everything like well who why you gonna play a maid and why you gonna play a hooker like tell me the role that (laughs) tell me something else like we can play the president we can play a vp or a lawyer we can play all of those things when they have to come my way and you know right now sometimes what happens people want to see you in a certain light when I'm ready to be seen as a surgeon, when I'm ready to be seen as DEA, then I will. But for right now, I don't have the, I can't play that. I'm an actress. Why can't I play it? Mm-hmm. You know, like, why do I have to be like, I sh- uh, she has to be? No, she doesn't have to be that because it's not me. Mm-hmm. Aha. Mm-hmm. So not are me. you open to any role or is yes. there anything that you wouldn't take? I got to read it. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I have to read it. I can't just be like, I'm open to everything. And then something mm-hmm. comes. I'm like, not that. but I I mean I have to I have to feel some kind of way for it Mm -hmm. and sometimes there's characters that I don't like like I wouldn't necessarily do that but that doesn't mean I'm not going to play her because I don't like her Mm -hmm. or I wouldn't do that well that would limit myself and I don't want to put any boundaries or you know constrictions that is that a word? Constrictions? Did I say that? Because I wasn't sure I was like was that a real word? (laughs) So Cool, real word. So I don't want to <laughs> do that to myself. So you know, I want to play a, a array of characters. Right. You know, prostitute to president. There so. you go. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like somebody's real professional. <laughs> <laughs> prostitute to president. Yeah, I think. I think. You know. Why not? Yeah. Why, why not? Might as well. Right. Yeah. So since you moved to LA, what's been, what would you say is your biggest, has been your biggest struggle? Um, sometimes people, men and women are like, like you're too much. It's, it's too much. Like <laughs> Callie, we're cool. And I, and I'm very opinionated. So sometimes having an opinion and, and saying how you feel, people are like, I'm like, Stop. Back up with that. And I'm not going to stop. So, Just like you're not going to stop the stalking, girl. Keep on Right. <laughs> I'm not going to stop running up on people. That's not going to stop. I might turn it up now. I might really turn it up and start running up on real people like George Lucas. What's you good? Go. Right. Yeah. There you go. Hey. <laughs> and, and he likes black women. So it's, it's, it's <laughs> a win-win. <laughs> He's married though. He's married, but you know, for, right but for the for the role, yeah, not not right. for the love, but yeah. for the role. Right. So I'm single. You're single. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since I like, I thought y'all was gonna get in my business. No, we are. Yeah, yeah. No, but since you're trying to talk about that, now are you dating anybody? Is there any prospective 
Guys, it's sad. It's sad. Do you feel like it's because you've been so busy, or do you feel like you would make time for that if you had the time? I would make time. I would make time. <laughs> I got some time to be she made. She is very clear. <laughs> I am not too you, busy you, for a man. You can uh, uh, call me. It's a 310. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Again, send in your application. Guys, it's, you know, I, I, I have to. You know, you it's an opportunity, right? Yeah. You kind of an opportunity. I, 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 I agree. I, I agree. I feel like um, I should be dating right now. I should be dating like. Like a lot, <laughs> and I'm not. Like it was Halloween the other day, last night. Can I, can yeah. I say that? Okay, because mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are gonna put it on in like a week. Tomorrow. No, yeah. it'll be on tonight. Yeah. So it was Halloween. I didn't go anywhere last night, and um, my birthday was October 19th. Happy so, belated. Hey. <laughs> so that's why I went with two girlfriends. We went to the Bahamas and we chilled for my birthday, and um, you know, hopefully the next birthday. <laughs> at Layla Odom, guys. At yeah. Layla well, you know, since you're looking for a roommate, <laughs> right? Like, right. maybe but, you can go. Well, you know, we'll see. But it's, I just want to really like have fun and um, enjoy myself. What do you look for in a mate? Somebody that's funny. Somebody that's clean. Somebody that has uh, a nice body. That's important. Yeah, is it is it is it really important? Yes. Uh, it is. Yes. Because oh, I work out, so right. I need somebody that right. works out. Also, I can't be in the bed <laughs> with the abs and you got the flab. I can't. No. Well, so. next case the bones. Wow. So. Listen, 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 guys. There's muscle in there. Bird chest revolution. Okay, it's Snoop Dogg. It's, it's, it's me with Khalifa. There's all of us. Okay, we're yeah. we're, we're coming back. Strong. That's right. So I mean, for me, I I just want um. Girls just want to have fun. So I want to have fun. As you should. Yes. You should. You got to play the field. You got to experience LA to the fullest. Yeah. So I I would like to um, date a little bit more. And um, we'll see. Are y'all playing music in my ear? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just rude. All right. Well, before we go, we just want to give you an opportunity to tell us where we can see you next. We know you're on My Crazy Roommate. Right. Monday nights. Any other upcoming projects you have? Um. Mmm. No, not as of right now. I'm going to be honest because some people front like, oh, yeah, I have something coming out. <laughs> I can't talk about it, though. Like, no, um, I'm free to work. <laughs> free to work. <laughs> um, let's get a picture of these sneakers, though. Oh, they are fly. I kept looking at them. <laughs> they, are. they are nice. Let's look. <laughs> yeah, send me sneakers. I love sneakers and shoes, but I'm all about sneakers right now. Well, tell us where we could find you on social media. Um, it's always going to be my name. Layla Odom. L-A-I-L-A-O-D-O-M. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today, yes. Layla. It was a lot of fun getting to know you. Find me on Twitter at I am Jessica King. Where can we find you guys? Always Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Meg Scoop, like Scoop of Ice Cream. Find me all over the internet at the Nick Purdue. Until next time. Yay. Say ya. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Dario Kristen, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network. If you have questions or comments, tweet us at BHL Online or email us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. For more exclusive content, visit blackhollywoodlive.com. This has been a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network. Hollywood, Hollywood redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.